Uh, we are dealing with the application of the kingdom of God. In other words, we've been talking about what the kingdom of God is. Glory to God. Amen. We've been talking about what the kingdom of God is. But now what we're going to do is we are here tonight and sharing with you on application of the kingdom of God. So that's what we're going to be sharing with you tonight about what? What are we going to be sharing about? Application of what? Of the kingdom of God. Why? Because that's so important that, okay, it's good that I now know what the kingdom of God is. But how do I walk out? How do I demonstrate? How do I display what the kingdom of God is? Like, for an example, on healing. How do I stand for healing? What does the word of God have to say? Then how much of that truth do you have living in you as a revelation? Because before you can apply healing, you have to have knowledge about God's healing power. So if you don't have knowledge about God's healing power, you better go to the doctor. Uh, okay. Now, I'm not against doctors, okay? But I'm saying when you have a revelation about healing, then guess what? That's the first thing you got to have. If I'm going to say by faith, by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed, I got to have a revelation called knowledge. Knowledge is a revealing truth. It are a revealed truth. You understand what I'm saying? What I mean by reveal? A truth made known to you. The truth that's one with you. Like this sweat is one with my body. It's not over there. It's one with me. Are you following me? So we're talking about having a revealed knowledge of what healing is. Number two, if I'm going to have application to walk in divine healing or divine health, I have to have understanding. Okay? So the, how does understanding come? It says, so then faith come by what? Hearing and hearing how? By the word of God. So I keep hearing the same scriptures. I keep the word of God playing in my car or in my truck. I keep it playing in my house. I keep it playing in my ear when I'm running. When I'm, I keep the word playing. Why? Because faith cometh. It doesn't mean I got faith because I know what the scripture says. I got faith because it's grown up on the inside. It has, I have a confidence. I have an assurance. That when I open my mouth and say, with the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. Well, that's it. I don't care what my body feels like. I don't care what it says. I got it. I know I got it. Are y'all with me? So, see, the application of the kingdom is where most, where it's where probably 85% of the church fall off. They know what the scripture said. They know where it is. They got it highlighted. But until it is a revelation to you, you're not going to be able to walk it out because the application is knowing is knowing what the enemy tactics is against you. So what are some of the things I got to do if I'm going to walk out divine healing? I got to keep my mind renewed with the word of God. Because you see, you, you, you got to understand, you got to understand when you we talk about application, the enemy your temptation is different from mine. 
So whatever that is that he's been using to tempt you, he's coming with a arsenal. He's coming with an evil force. Everything he has to get you to come to get you to, to do what? To throw up, to belly up, to back up. Well, I don't know if this is gonna work. I, I, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, can I do that? What you just done, you just nullified your faith. See, you know, you don't, you have, notice this, faith is the only currency whereby you make contact with God. You can't make contact with God in no other way but by faith. When you know it, it is by faith, meaning my faith, my belief, my trust is in God. Now, there's an action that goes from that belief. Are y'all following me? There's an action that goes up from that belief. The action don't prove I'm in faith. The action is a result of me being in faith. Hmm? Can y'all see that? So the application of the kingdom of God, the laws, the laws are, uh, they, 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 they are somewhat uh, uh, work together, but they, 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 there are difference in them in order for healing to come for, even for prosperity. The laws that govern the kingdom of God to prosper is different from the laws that govern the kingdom for healing. Yet it's still the word, but the matter of what I have to apply, faith is still the key, but what I have to do here, if I, if I believe in money, then the seed of money has to be sown. Can y'all see it? I'm not mad, y'all. I'm just, <laughs> that's all I say, man, pastor's all like, he's like, he's talking, he might get mad. <laughs> No, I'm not mad. I'm just, yeah, I'm just trying to give you what the application of the kingdom is. Because many people know, they know the scriptures say, well, we are kingdom-minded people. Uh, we are of the kingdom of God. But then if somebody fell dead or whatnot, everybody running, looking, call 911, call 911. Well, you just told me you were kingdom-minded. The Bible says we should raise the dead. But see, if you don't have no confidence in God's word, then you won't do that. That's why we got doctors. That's why we got bankers. Mm-hmm. That's why we got psychiatrists. That's for the world. The church is a kingdom to itself. The laws that govern the kingdom, it come from God himself. He's the king. He ha- is his kingdom. It's his kingship. It's not a democracy. It is a theocracy. You know what that means? It's God's way or it's no way. We don't like that. But that's the truth. You are of the kingdom. It should not be hard for you and I that are kingdom, that's born of the kingdom of God. 
what make it hard, what make it difficult is an unrenewed mindset. You understand that, John? When your mind is unrenewed, when you're unfocused, then the enemy can come in like a thief in the night. Right? All right. So if I wanted finances, just give you another illustration about the kingdom of God, then guess what? You got to sow the seed. In other words, it, it's... it's, it's Lord, help me with this. Okay, so put this uh, verse of scripture, uh, Mark chapter 4, and let's look at verse 26. Let me slow down a little bit. I'm, not, I'm talking kind of fast. Okay, I'm, I'm all right. Y'all looking at me and saying, man, who, who made Pastor May? What, what, what happened? Nothing happened. I'm just, I'm just... I've been eating on this word like gunpowder. <laughs> Amen. Okay. And he said, so the kingdom of God, well, before we look at that, before I tell you what it's like, look at verse 24, put it in the Amplified Version case, it's just this verse of Scripture. Verse 24. This right here is going to be so important. If you could, I would like for you to really meditate on this tonight. And, and do it in this version. Okay? It's called the classic amplified version. I think, you know, any, I think any amplified Bible probably, probably basically say it, but I like the classic amplified. I think that's the classic amplified back there. I want you to meditate on this verse in the next couple of verses that are coming up. Well, the next several verses. But this verse, I need you to get down on the inside. Okay? This is everything I've been trying to say to you. I said, number one, you have to have knowledge, right? I need to get this uh, on, uh, on video. Number two, you have to have understanding, right? And the third thing you're going to have to have is wisdom. Wisdom, brother Tra uh, 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 Travis, Wisdom is the ability to use knowledge rightly. Let me say that to you again. Wisdom is the ability to use knowledge rightly. In other words, wisdom gives you the ability, gives you the know-how, how to use what you already know. Like, for example, if I'm driving home, I have knowledge how to keep my truck in the road, right? Wisdom tells me, you know, when you have knowledge, it helps you to stay in the lane that you need to, and when you see the lane that you need to turn, you put your, your, your what, your, your little flipper on. What you call that thing? Your signal light, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and, and, you, and guess what? Because you have knowledge, wisdom giving you, teaching you how to use what you already know. When you have wisdom, I just heard it from God. Alzheimer or any mind disease would never be able to mess with you. When you have God's wisdom. Hmm? So that's the three components of faith. I talk about that a lot. But I got them in the, I put them in, in this reverse. Knowledge, understanding, and wisdom. 
Okay? Now, watch this. He said to them, this is Jesus speaking. Everybody say, this is Jesus speaking. Watch this. Notice he said, be careful. That's a, that sounds pretty important, doesn't it? That sounds that sound, that, that sound like, I'm, I'm, I need your attention. Be careful what you are hearing. Mm. Yeah, be careful someone trying to talk you out of your healing, out of your belief, out of your prosperity. Huh? Be careful. That's right, yourself. Be, be careful. Yeah, yeah, because we can talk ourselves right out of there. Oh, yeah. The Lord said, I want you to give $10,000. The devil is a liar. <laughs> be careful what you're hearing. The measure, you see that? Now he's going to tell you what that means. Of thought. Hmm? And study you give, notice this, to the truth you hear. So you got to know the truth. If you don't know the truth, you, anyone can talk to you, you'll be confused. And you'll always be on this bandwagon, you'll be on that bandwagon. That's why sometimes as I look at folks, I just, mm. Sometimes you, it, it makes you feel like you're alone, but you're not. When you have understanding, when you have revelation about a truth, you just don't jump on anybody's bandwagon. I don't care who they are. I don't care how popular they are. I don't care how well-known they are. You have to know the Lord for yourself. Because when it's just you and the Lord, two, three, four, five, six o'clock in the morning. Hmm? It's just you and the Lord. Who you think you can call at three o'clock in the morning? <laughs> I take that call. Oh yeah, I'm not afraid. I take that call. So he said, "Be careful what you are hearing. The measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear will be what the measure of virtue and what knowledge." So you see, whatever time you spend in feeding on the word, especially if it's for healing, if it's for finances, if it's for relationship, if it's for business, whatever, whatever how, see, if you want a successful business, you got to know the word. You got to feed on it. You got to hear it all the time. And you don't realize what impact it would do during the course of the day when you have to interact with somebody. What you've been feeding on going to hold you. Hmm? But the enemy will do everything he can to keep you from what? Listening to the word. I mean, you see, we got these little, these little phones right now today. But in my day, we had no phone. We had to use a cassette tape. I had the cassette. I had the Bible on, on cassette tape. And sometimes some cars didn't have the cassette tape. Play. They had the A-track. They didn't have no, they didn't have no Bible on the A-track. <laughs> so we had to have the little, you know. I gotta, I, my, I gotta bring my little cassette tape player that I used to. I had a little, got a little cassette tape player, brother. Put it right there on my seat while I'm driving. Oh yeah, I'll be going from place to place. I mean, I'll be working for Arkansas while I'm on the highway. I'm listening to the word. 
Oh, yeah, listen to the Bible. Listen to the Bible. Or listen to somebody teaching the word. And then, you know, you flip that. And boy, then when it came out, it said automatic. What that thing is, it, it will be able to flip over automatic. Some of y'all don't know what I'm talking about. But, but it had an automatic. Boy, when they came out with that, boy, you thought we thought we were tall cotton then. Boy, we thought we were good then. Because, <laughs> you know, you had to, for the longest, you had to do what? You had to stop it <laughs> and flip it, right? Boy, when that thing starts flipping on something, boy, you say, oh, we got something now. Then they come out with the CD. Yeah. That's what y'all know. Y'all know something. Y'all know the CD. <laughs> and now, now, some of the vehicles they make, I, even the truck I got, they don't, they don't make that no more. My Zach told me that, Dad, they don't make that no more. What you mean they don't make that no more? <laughs> they, that. they don't make that no more. I, I said, <laughs> it, you know, people talk about MP3. I said, what in the world? What is that? What you do with that? <laughs> I got a couple things by MP3 now. I'm, I'm used to it now, you see, but I got knowledge. See, but I had no knowledge of it. I had knowledge of the cassette and the CD. But now you don't need none of that. Now, look. You can go to your Bible. You can go to your phone. You know, that's my wife on there. I'm in love. <laughs> but <laughs> okay, all right, let me stop. But, <laughs> but you can go to your you can go to your phone now, pull up your little Bible, and you can listen to the word on your Bible. Look how easy it is today. And it'll just keep playing and keep playing, you know, until you had enough. And sometimes your spirit will let you know. It'll let you know when you had enough. You just let it play and play and play. And when you had enough, you'll know. I mean, you got full up. You filled up. Amen. All right. So that's what it means by, you You know, when it comes to like healing, man, they got healing CDs. They got scriptures. You be playing that, especially if you're struggling with a sickness, you struggle with it. I mean, everything I hear is on healing. Why? Because I'm looking, look, I am the heal protecting my health. I got an illness trying to take my health, so I'm protecting it by what? The word. So the virtue. So the measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear will be the measure of virtue and knowledge that come back to you. And what more besides will be what? Given to you who do what? Who hears. That means who has ear to hear. That's what Jesus said. To those who have ear to hear, let them hear or let them be hearing or let them be listening. It's just, it's, not, it's just not automatic. You got to listen and listen and listen until you see it. Not with your natural eye. See it in your, you got to see it in your heart. See it in your mind. Your imagination paints a picture. So when you hear that word, keep hearing that word, all of a sudden you have a picture of health. You see yourself somewhere. You see yourself whole. You see yourself in the future. When you see something like that, you say, oh, whoa. This can't kill me. I just saw myself. I just saw myself going here. I just saw myself doing this. 
That means God gave you an image. But someone else can look at that, well, I'm not going to live long enough to see that. Well, they just kill themselves with their own words. Can y'all see now what I mean by application of the kingdom? Because the enemy will paint you a picture of defeat. He will paint you a picture that's filled with doubt. He can't get you to doubt. He, got, he can only give you a picture, give you an image, because why? We live in a negative world. Remember the knowledge of good and evil? That's what took place when Adam ate of the tree of knowledge of good. We both have the knowledge of good and evil, and that's, that's what Adam gave up. That, that came to him, the knowledge of good and evil. Now we have to fight against the knowledge of evil. Hmm? And we have to do what? Take God at his word and walk in it. Next verse, please. Notice this. And he said, for him who has will more be given. See, what? Revelation. Understanding. Huh? And for him who, and from him who has nothing, why? Because he didn't pay attention. Matthew 13, 19 says that when anyone hear the word of the kingdom, then cometh the wicked to snatch away that which you don't understand. Why? Because you don't understand. You just got, you just received words that's going to aid you to your healing. That's going to aid you to your breakthrough. But because you don't have no understanding, you say, you don't understand. I don't need to hear no word. I don't need a sermon right now, man. I need some M-O-N-E-Y, money. I need it now. Do you understand that? <laughs> right? So he said, for he that has, to him shall be given. And he that has not, from him shall be what? Taken that which he has. See? He didn't recognize we all have the word of God. Now watch this. We'll go to verse 26 and put it, put it back into the, uh, 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 that will. And he, no, the King James, he did right. He did right. King James, he did right. He did right. And he said, so is the kingdom of God. You see, that's what, that's what we're talking about. He's given an application how increase take, take place. He's not talking about He's not talking about casting a seed in the ground for fruits and vegetables. He's talking about your heart. But he's using this as a physical parable because we can identify with this. So he said, so is the kingdom of God as if a man should cast seed where? See what he say? So is the kingdom of God. So is the kingdom of God as if a man. See, it's a real parable. It's a real principle. The matter different, but the principle is the same. Should cast seed into the ground, watch this, and should sleep and rise night and day. That means you don't be worried. A farm, see, we have knowledge. A farmer not worried about his crop when he put the seed in the ground there. He ain't going back out there at 12, 1 o'clock in the morning to see is it still there. 
That farmer got knowledge. And he knows the process that that seed is going through. He's not expecting a crop overnight. He knows that that, that that seed is going through a process. And he know, he know in just a few days that ground gonna that ground and the seed gonna come together and uh, you know called germination and it's gonna bring forth the life that's in that seed. The ground is gonna push forth the life that's in that seed. And then you know that you got something going. But here's here's how here's how it works. He said, You sleep and rise night and day, and the seed shall spring up, shall spring. And grow up. What does the last four words say? And he what? And he knows not how. So you're not going to know how what your little peanut brings. And that's the part of the kingdom that where most of us, including myself, well, how is that going to happen? How is how, well, how going to change? It's not meant for you to understand that. That's why you have to understand the laws that govern the kingdom. You can't understand how you're sitting right there where you're sitting there. you inhaling and exhaling without any restriction. And look at that. There I got the leg crossed, everything. And he just, can y'all explain that? I could be sitting there, inhaling, I'm talking, exhaling, and inhaling at the same time. We don't understand it, but we do it. Well, that's the same thing about the word. You know, we plant the seed, the word according to God's word. I don't understand, but that's what he said. It shall spring forth. It shall spring and grow up, and he knoweth not how. But God does. Watch this. Because it's a, it's a law. Verse 20, next verse. Look at the stages of when you sow the seed, whether it be for healing, whether it be for finances, whether it be for deliverance, whether it be for business, this is the application. He said, first the earth bring forth fruit of herself. The earth bring forth fruit of herself. Why? Because it's planted in the earth. The, the seed has to come together with the earth. The earth has to be pliable. It has to be broken up. It has to be without clumps and it has to be without stones and, and all that kind of good stuff in there. You, you follow what I'm saying? So that the sea can come together with the earth. The earth can't bring forth the, what's in that sea if the ground has restriction. You ever try to plant, plant a tomato crop in clay dirt? I mean in, in red clay dirt? Red clay dirt mud? Ain't happening. Okay, watch this. I said it's not going to happen. I'm not really 100% sure, but people use red clay dirt to build houses because it don't give, right? Or build a foundation, okay? But, you know, that, that dirt that opens up, that, that, that is used to plant, and once you put that seed in there, that earth begin to go to work so that the seed itself could have a root system. The first thing it's trying to do is establish a root system. So how do I establish a root system for healing to walk in healing or to walk in prosperity? It's what you say through the confession of your mouth. 
the farmer actually waters the ground, where you're watering your seed with the word out of your mouth. That's why I said you got to keep your eyes on the prize. You got to keep your mouth saying the same thing. You got to keep your ears hearing the same thing. When doubt and unbelief or somebody come along, say, oh, man, I know it must be hard. Or You got to cut that out. You got to get rid of that. You got to get rid of that person. No, it's not hard. I'm, 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 I'm in victory. I got, I got the victory. Come on, man. Now, this me. Come on now. We can get real. I, I understand all that, but. You know, let's put all that down. Let's be real talk, real talk. You know how you hear folks say, real talk. <laughs> yeah, I looked at this. <laughs> you know, they got these little reels sometimes that come on your Facebook page. And, and this old boy, <clears throat> this woman had a plate of red beans and rice with some fried chicken. <laughs> and uh, and he was telling say, real talk, real talk. Now, look, look. I'm not about all. I'm not maybe putting all the way. I'm not. We. I'm not about all this. You know, we staying together, get married, and all this. But real talk, real talk. And then he looked at that plate of beans and he and he put it. My. He said, "You you you cook that?" He said, "Real talk." He took his shoes through it all. <laughs> you ready to get married now? Because man, anybody cook like that, you know. <laughs> oh Lord, thank you, Jesus. I need some deliverance, huh? Come on. <laughs> you got to see something every now and then make you laugh. I think I laughed. I looked at that about six, seven times. I laughed. Boy, I laughed. I laughed. <laughs> Your homeboy would say, real talk, real talk. Got that little gold around it. Real talk, real talk. But this is, this is where it is. <clears throat> it said, for the earth bring forth fruit of what? Herself. So that, that means your mind has to be renewed with the word of God. And how does your mind become? By hearing. You keep hearing the word until faith come. Faith don't come because you found it in the Bible. Faith don't, you're not in faith because you, you quoted the scripture. No, you know when you, when you say, well, when do I know? Because you become convinced. You become fully persuaded. Nobody can put you in that place. That's why if somebody can put you in a place and get you convinced, they can convince you, the moment you leave their presence, you lost that confidence. Only the Holy Ghost can put you in that place of being totally convinced. Hmm? The Bible said Abraham was fully persuaded that what God had promised. Put that up for a moment, uh, Casey. Uh, uh, Romans 4.21. N- notice this. And we, we, we'll finish this later. I'm not going to be able to finish all this. But let me, more application, okay? He said, and being fully persuaded, conjunction, right? And? And being fully persuaded, that, comma, right? What? He are what God had what? Promise, comma. Who promised it? So you that's what you got to be, that's why you have to be totally convinced. God is the one promised you healing. God is the one that promised you prosperity. God is the one that prom- that promised you relationship. Hmm? You got to become, that's what you got to be fully persuaded. God promised you that. 
But if you are persuaded because of what some man say, now God speaks through us, you know, man or woman. He speaks through us, but our voice, our voice is not the, is, is not the total detail. We're just speaking what we believe we hear. It has to bear witness inside of you. Notice this. And being fully persuaded that what God had promised, notice it, God, and this is what always put me, keep me in faith. When I look like I'm wavering, it look like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in and out, I'm basking in, because all of our minds fluctuate according to the situation, according to the circumstance, according to the news you hear. You, you got to, you got to put your, you got to fix your mind. You got to get yourself back in there and say, no, 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 I'm not believing that. I'm not receiving that. In the name of Jesus, we got it. You got to fight. To get yourself back in that place. You don't let that thought, you don't let what that thing <clears throat> that you're familiar with to weigh you down, to kick you out of faith. No, 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 no. I'm not accepting that. And you go back and you quote the promise. And you go back and you stand on the promise. You always reaffirm yourself that you are in the faith. I'm not quitting. I'm not giving in. This is what God said. Because you have to be the one to do the standing, uh, ladies and gentlemen. What God, what, what he or God had promised, God was able to do what? Also perform. Hmm? Okay, now Casey, we're going to back it up one verse at a time. Go back to verse 20. He staggered not. Look at that. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. Hmm? But he was strong in faith. What brought him to that place? We know. Now, I did a teaching on this. Y'all know I did it not too long ago. I don't know what I called it. But, his own <laughs> but you, you understand, he wasn't always strong in faith. He came to that place, Travis. He came to that place, he was strong in faith. It wasn't him, it was God that had to keep assuring him, keep building confidence. It was on the burden of the proof is always on God to reveal what is in his hand. And when you see what he is saying, now we come in agreement. Now God is expecting you to walk it out what has been revealed. Hmm? I mean, we could talk about, say all we want, how Abraham had an Ishmael and, you know, <clears throat> a lot of times we call ourselves in faith and we don't, you know, we nowhere close in faith. How many each meal we have committed? Don't even answer that. Just, you know, just, just know that we're human, right? Yeah. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was what? Strong in faith. See, when you're strong in faith, notice what you do. You give glory to God. Right in the midst. 
This is the application of the kingdom of God. Once you have made your proclamation, you have made your stand on the word. I praise you, Father. Find you some worship song. And begin to worship God. What are you doing? I'm renewing my mind. I'm kicking out every doubt, all unbelief. I will not stagger at the promise of God through unbelief. I am fully persuaded that what God had promised, God is able to perform. And if you need anything to use in your awesomeness, he died for me so that I could have this right. Amen. Back it up, Casey. And be not weak in faith. Wow. That means at one time he did. He was. And be not weak in faith. He considered not his own body. Look what it said. That's why we know he did at one time. Now dead. It said now because faith is always what? Now. Faith is not tomorrow. Faith is not future. Faith is always now. So you see what he said? Be not weak in faith. He considered not his own body now dead. I mean, the man was 75 years old when this journey started. Now he's 100. Seems like he should be more ridiculous. God, you didn't, you didn't totally miss it. I didn't get it when I was 75. I didn't get it when I was 86. I'm sure I'm not going to get it right now when I'm 100. Right? That's why this is all on God. It can't be on you and I. Is that right? He said, neither yet, he said, when he was about 100 years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. In other words, look. <laughs> you seen Sarah? <laughs> you think I'm, you seen Sarah? But Sarah got him back in it, you know, in Genesis 18. She said, shall I have a baby? Shall I, have, shall I find pleasure? With my Lord, he being old too. You know how to, you know how black woman. He being old too. <laughs> Isn't that right? All right, then go, go with the next verse in case if go up to verse 18. Who against hope? See, he had none. But what gave him hope? I'm talking about application. It's the word that gives you hope. See, who against hope, believe where? In hope. The word will give you hope. That the Hope is the positive impulse in the New Testament. It's the positive impulse to your imagination. I'm going to say it to you again. The New Testament hope is the positive impulse to your imagination. Because when you see the word hope, what is it? You, before you can have faith, you got to have hope. You got to have some type of confidence. You got to have some way of expecting. And that's what New Testament hope is. It is confident expectation. That means I'm fully expecting what God has promised, he's able to bring it to pass. Not what I promise. I'm just, I'm just walking out. The application, I'm just walking it out. My faith is in what he said. Well, what about that? I don't know about that. My faith is in what he said. Hmm? You ever had kids when they were small? Well, you said this, Dad. You said this. Well, you know, something came in. You can't explain to them, you know, why you get No, but you said this, right? 
Kid hold you to the word, right? Mm-hmm. Look, y'all, y'all got quiet on me when y'all understood that one, but now when they come to God, y'all want yeah, that's all right. Who against hope believed in hope that he might become what? The father of many nations according to that which was what? Spoken. That's where his faith come from. Your faith going to come from what God has spoken to you. Your faith not going to come because of what you said. Your faith come because of what God has said. That's why I can believe, because what God has said. So when you find yourself in the Bible, see the Bible, this word, that's why you may hear, you may get a negative report. But when you open this Bible up there and you look at the scripture and you find something that meet where you are, that's what I mean by you found yourself. You found a scripture to support your stance, to get you out of Lodabar, to get you out of that place of pity, to get you out of that place of sorrow. Go to the word and find you some hope. Because you can't have faith without hope. Hope must come first. No, hope not going to meet the need, but hope is that goal setter. Hope sets the goal. Faith is the hand that takes. Are you getting this? So, so shall thy seed be. Can you see that? Go back one more uh, case. As it is written, I made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even God, look at that, who quickened the dead, meaning he was dead in his understanding. He was dead in a place of where he could not conceive. He could not see how this could happen. That's why it took God to reveal, to enlighten him, to give understanding to him. Abraham had to build a trust that what God said, he's able to do it. Hmm? See, I made thee a father of many nations before him who, whom he believed, even God, who did what? Quickened the dead and what? Call it those things which be not as though they were. And that's what you're doing because they belong to you. Just because it's not there doesn't mean that you don't have it. It's there. You can't give in. Amen. Did y'all learn anything tonight? I mean, there's so much more to this lesson, but I've obligated bound myself to 45 minutes. So any questions about the lesson tonight?